When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to episode 155 Season 7, episode 1 Of two Mr P's in a podcast with me Mr P And the other Mr P Welcome back guys We hope you've all had a wonderful, restful summer And are in, uh, well enjoying the weather we've been craving for the past six weeks In the hottest September since... Was it 2016 or 2006? It ended in a six anyway on the radio. They were saying it's the hottest day in September for ages. Um, so that's what that's just what you need as you start back. We already had the letters home about summer uniform. Yeah. Parents going out, buying all that uniform over the summer and then not being able to wear it. Trying to fit the uh, summer dresses back on. Uh, but we hope you're all right. We hope you're... Uh, you're settling back into new school year um, and obviously thoughts are with all the schools affected uh, by the rack crisis have you seen this in the news I have seen it yeah I, uh, I've you know it's big news if Adam knows about well it. yeah it, it's one of those things it got kind of mentioned at our um, at our like inset day obviously did, our school's did, fine did you uh, know about it because it meant it could have been a slight chance that affected your school so uh, is it one of them where it's like, hang, uh, it's, no, hang I, on a second, this could get me a I few more extra a, days. It was, a, it was a friend's, one of my mate's mum's messaged and was just like, oh, I was thinking about you because I was like, we're, you? <laughs> 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 you know, and then I was like, uh, all right. And she's like, oh, just with all that stuff with schools. And I was like, yeah, what? And she was like, oh, about the concrete and all of that kind of stuff. And then I obviously I read about it. I read a headline. You didn't read. I read a headline. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the, maybe the subheading. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's uh, well, it's it's crazy. I mean, I don't. Re- I have to be honest. I have to put my hand on my heart here and say I don't know much. Well, as far I as I'm, I've, yeah, you. things have been mad busy last week, so I've been trying to keep up with it. But as far as as far as I'm aware, there's a certain type of concrete used in some school buildings that has now been deemed unsafe. Yeah. And the government have said that schools can't be open if they've got this sort of building type of structure and have let schools know two days before starting back. They have promised... What does that remind me of? I know, yeah. They have promised... Well, they said in June that they'd let all the schools know and they'd and make sure every school affected would have uh, alternative sort of accommodation by September. That's now going to be November. Again, they're trying to deflect and blame local councils, blame the schools themselves for not Id- and staff for not identifying it. And again, just leaving staff and a- staff. <laughs> like, if you ask me now, like, uh, Mister P, just wondering in your school, what kind of concrete is it? I'd be like, <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> yeah, um, just add structural engineering to the list of jobs uh, alongside teaching, social work, everything. Yeah, it's just madness, and 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 again, just help, uh, just stringing teachers out to dry as far as having to answer to parents who are obviously fuming you know some parents counting down a days to school starting back and yeah. all of a sudden you know and it's teachers who then feel the brunt of it all uh but you know we should take this uh this time to to congratulate Gillian Keegan because she was a bit angry that she wasn't being told how good a job she does you see that talk about a terrible rack <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so she was on. She was finishing an interview, taking off a mic, oh, and basically I, I, said, "Does no one ever say effing good job?" Uh, uh, well, I was. Well, everyone else is sat on their ass, and it's like, who's everyone else? You're the ones in charge. It, I don't. Who are they saying sat on their ass doing nothing? She can't work in a school. <laughs> do you know what I mean? She can't work in a school. You do a lesson, like a well planned out lesson, and all your children are able to do is maybe the date and hello and one question. You don't get a great job. Yeah. You get a, where's the rest of the work? I mean, it just reminded me of when 
I cook a meal for the kids and they all refuse to eat it and you're oh, like yeah. why does no one ever say effing good job yeah. I'm just bored yeah. but I mean that entails me actually cooking the, the audacity of Gillian saying that when she's done absolutely nothing is just ridiculous and just not what annoys me about it all is how they try and make it out like it's not their problem even though they are part of the government and representing the same government that when Michael Gover's education secretary scrapped the 56 billion uh, pound school building fund right yeah. So he scrapped that in 2010 as part of austerity measures, which I think we can all agree now, austerity was a pile of balls. Um, that all got scrapped, and now this is where we are. And it's like everything, it's just so annoying that. And then the, the government are sort of, oh, it's not us, it's, you know, I, it wasn't on my watch. Well, you're representing the same government. You can't turn around and say, because they're all the same. They are all the same. Nick Gibbs been on all the news coming out of all sorts of. Non, oh, it's just yeah. Nick anyway. Gibb. God, I haven't heard that name in a, in a while. I'm yeah, surprised he's back. He's still he's back. Staying alive. <laughs> yeah, he is staying alive. <laughs> unless he visits one of these schools and it crumbles. Yeah, the problems just keep racking up. I know, I know. So, anyone affected? We hope you. We hope you're all right. We hope you. Uh, you get everything sort of sorted. And oh it's yeah, staff and children's safety is is what Oh, we're it's all absolutely about. paramount. Yeah, absolutely paramount. And that's the thing. It's not a thing. You know. Yeah. And, and and then the government came out the other day and beat it and their slogan Look, was like yeah, it's not taking you long no it? no but first step of season seven you've already you're already I'm getting, getting it out of the way hey, listen, I'm getting it listen, out of the way people will be listening to this thinking I want to hear what Mr. ICT thinks yeah. about this whole concrete crisis yeah and, and well it's not just the, the schools are the start of it they're now talking about hospitals and oh, all Jesus. sorts I heard one thing about one hospital over in Cambridgeshire where uh, they're having to keep patients of a certain size on the ground floor because the structure's not safe enough if Jesus. people are to, yeah yeah it's That'd mad be me on the ground floor it's mad but this is where we are now in 2023 after 13 years of tory government this is where we are and uh yeah little the, the positive is we're sort of a year off another general election so fingers crossed these episodes are going to be half an hour shorter if Labour win the next government and actually care just do the bare minimum yeah. for education how was your week great <laughs> yeah. any rants no 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 uh, we've had a government that's actually um, listened to teachers it's uh, yeah this podcast might cease to exist but anyway we hope you've had, a, you, you've had a good summer and if you are obviously worried about being back and it is, it is tough in it getting back into the routine my, I had my first day back in school today been doing a f- bit of training over the past few weeks um, a few week last week God see what I mean I'm, I'm just as knackered um, it is tough and the thing to remember is we're all, we're all the same and it's not that you're, you're a bad teacher because you feel guilty or you're sort of dreading going back you know we all know what teaching's like it's full on it's so consuming and when you've had that break and, and, and it is, it's hard to get back into the routine but we are here to help we're here with these episodes now we're back weekly and of course, we are now only six weeks away. Is it six weeks? Six weeks. Wow. Away from the show and tell tour hitting a theatre near you. So, if you do, you know, if you do need something to look forward to, get you get you to it, get you through this half term. Head over to the website twomisspeespodcast.com forward slash live. All the dates are there. Um, two weeks, a solid two week run playing some iconic massive <coughs> venues and we just want as many of you to come and support us as possible a massive thank you to everyone who's already bought a ticket but uh, we'd love to have as many of you there uh, at each one of the venues so the first show we're going to be doing is up in Glasgow so um, at the Glee I believe it is in Glasgow so that's going to be the first tour when we uh, originally announced we hadn't had a venue in Scotland and um a lot of teachers up there were were fuming, were angry. So we've added the Glasgow. I think we were referred to as bastards. Yeah. So Sunday the fifteenth of October, which I believe is your half term, get tickets for that one. And then Saturday October twenty first, we're in Leicester. Sunday October twenty second, we're in Bournemouth. Monday October twenty third, we're in Brighton. And then Tuesday October twenty fourth, we're at the Hackney Empire in London. Norwich on the twenty sixth of October, Thursday. October 27th on the Friday, we're in Guildford. 
Saturday the 28th of October, Sheffield. 29th of October, Cardiff. Tuesday the 31st of October, Liverpool. Wednesday, 1st of November, Newcastle. Tuesday, 2nd of November, Birmingham. Friday, 3rd of November, Salford. Now, as far as, aware, as far as I'm aware, that one is sold out now. I don't think there's any more tickets for the Salford show. However, Liverpool's literally around the corner. So, it's like half an hour on a good day. Yeah. So, if you can't come to... If you want to come to the Salford show, just get your tickets for Liverpool. Bradford on Sunday... On Saturday, the 4th of November. Sunday, 5th of November, Northampton. Yep. So, all the tickets, links, everything's on the website. Um, treat yourself. Make make a day of it. Evening of it. Weekend of it. During the half term. And, uh, yeah, we'd absolutely love your support with it. Yeah, genuinely can't wait. We, uh, we've had a couple of little sessions together. Uh, remember, if you came to the first tour and you enjoyed it, which we hope the majority of people did, apart from those two stiffs in Halifax who left halfway through. Um, Still nightmares. Yeah, uh, but the rest of you, you know, we had such positive feedback and this next show completely brand new there's nothing of the same uh nothing of the first show that we're going to kind of churn out again uh but it's going to be it's going to be epic there's some of the stuff some of the stories that you've sent in some of the ones that we've received anonymously uh are some of the most outrageous funny just crazy stories and obviously like we said we, we would love to take the tour every single place but it's just not you know we're not able yeah. to do that so you, it's one of those things get a, get a little crew together get your partner uh, whoever and just come and join us what I love there was a, a, a lady who, who messaged in the uh, podcast group the two Mr. P's podcast group and said about how she was coming to one of the shows on her own it was anyone else on the group going and then another woman said oh I'm going on my own and they're now meeting and going for a drink beforehand so oh, if that. you're thinking to yourself oh I've got no one to go with or everyone at my work hates IC2 Mr. P um, or the other Mr. P <laughs> I, I can't imagine I like that Mr. P guy but his brother's well annoying I can't imagine that many people hate me I, not that as in people who listen you want to, to see me. the messages I get sent my Shut friend <laughs> but, but people who listen I mean people who know me might hate me but people who listen to me I think I'm just an honest. Just just mm. one of you most honest. No. <laughs> People that don't like you who know you is because they know the honest side. <laughs> this is all a sham. It's all a performance. It's not. Um, yeah, so get your tickets because uh, then you can see what Adam's really like in person yeah. and decide for yourself. When a half a litre of JMO is just to settle the nerves. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> And by all means, keep sharing your stories as well. Every show is going to be a little bit different in that we'll be sharing different stories on different nights. Uh, we've been sent some cracking ones. We've been reading through them over the summer. But of course, if you've got a funny... And it can be... You know, you don't have to admit it's you in the audience. You can have that sort of smug look on your face yeah. as we read it out. Um, so yeah, you can share stories at the website as well. Right, that's all the uh, rants and admin done. So uh, good summer, Adam. Yeah, decent summer. Summer First, of two halves. Yeah, I'd say well, more two thirds. Uh, two thirds of it, which is four weeks. Yeah, uh, was fantastic. Had a really good time. Got away. Saw one of my best friends who came over from Australia. Spent a lot of time with him and his kids. Uh, obviously, they met my kids. It was a really special time. Then went away, had a great time, but then on the return from the holiday, which was just over two weeks ago, uh, I came back with a pair of ear infections like I've never known. Combined with getting my wisdom teeth out and uh, and like a biopsy on the side of my cheek. So it's, you know, it's a miracle I'm talking here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I was in a real bad way, to be fair. For the last two weeks of the holiday, I, I hardly got out of bed, felt terrible on Kim. Uh, having to sort R2 out for the whole time. She was buzzing. I was going to say my favourite week of the summer holiday was last week when you couldn't talk. <laughs> That's your harsh, you. You're harsh. But, uh, true. but no, it's, yeah, my, my ear's still buzzing. It's still blocked, but... Um, Is it buzzing or buzzing? <laughs> buzzing. Buzzing. Uh, I actually, I actually, funny, it's a funny story. Uh, I hope. Was I went to um, I went I saw my old head teacher at, All right. uh, at, at like an end of year do yeah so I basically went to this party with my wife's school obviously that's the school I used to work at but I was kind of sold that it was this lad's leaving do yeah. who I work with who I'm quite close with absolute yeah. legend um, of a of a lad and 
I went for him. Like he was like, "Oh, can can Adam come?" And I was like, "Yeah, sweet, yeah, I'll come." But unbeknownst to me, it was their end of year do. So right. I rocked up and unbeknownst to you, is that is that not the right? <laughs> no, term? but like, when did it happen? End of the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't have any inkling it was the end of well, year. Well, it was day. it was a big party at a hotel <laughs> called Schools Out for Summer, but I didn't know that. Oh, so what, like so, loads of other so schools? So loads of other schools were there. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to sound arrogant and stuff. Did get recognised a couple of times, which I was massively appreciative of. And, uh, and recognised how? Just like, oh, you're the other Mr. P, you're massive fans of the oh, podcast. No. Is, which not, I not, is your brother? <laughs> no, well, well, I was going to get onto that. I was, I got a couple who were like, oh, the other Mr. P, love the podcast. And then someone went, oh, you're Lee's brother. Yes. I was like, <laughs> I turned around and just went, shut. <laughs> uh, yes but no, uh, it was, uh, free ticket to that person it was good crack to me but the funniest thing was they did a they did a game I kind of because I was a bit embarrassed I was sat on the table with my old why school why were you embarrassed because I wasn't I wasn't part of that I, 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 that's like the only you know me I'm quite confident I'm happy oh, to how long have you not worked there now like six years so there's probably a lot of staff there like, a lot of new staff yeah, yeah but obviously with Kim working there I've met a lot of the new staff on different nights right. But they, they get, had a game of heads or tails right. um, for a bottle of wine. Now, my old head teacher and the old deputy, uh, a big white wine drinkers, and the, the winning prize was a white wine. Okay. So we played heads or tails, you know, the classic. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, to, to, I'm playing it, and, I, and I'm good at it. I know everyone was like, it's a game of chance, but I'm good at it. Like, I just I just feel like I know what's coming. So I was like, it's going to be heads again, and boom, it was heads again. Anyway, I got to the last oh, two, gosh. so I had to go up, and I was stood opposite this woman from another school, and then she went heads, so I went tails. The coin flipped, boom, it was tails. I got the bottle of wine, turned around, and my old head teacher was like... I was thinking that I was going to give her the wine. I went straight to the bar and swapped it for a rosé and then gave it to my wife. <laughs> uh, but no, summer was good and, uh, you know, enjoyed my time away. Uh, but like I said, the last two weeks were shocking. And then the worst bit was, you know, I did nothing the last two weeks. It, you know, I didn't even go to the cinema. I was in that much agony. And then the day that I started to feel like I could go out or at least, you know, take the kids out to the park or whatever was the Sunday, which was blistering hot and it was the last day of the holidays. It was a wounder, but... It's so grim. Um, to, but, yeah. to have the weather like this when, you, when you're back in work is horrible. It really is. Um, Yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah, fairly quiet, to be fair. Uh, obviously, we had our big family holiday to Florida, didn't we? So it was a bit more quiet. Um, just cracking on with the extension oh didn't take uh, you long did it we are well I've not done bad we're sort of 17 minutes in yeah but once you take your rant out of it you've lasted about 30 seconds <laughs> hey 30 seconds is a I was going to say that's good for you isn't it Lee <laughs> hey lads 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 that's good for you um, so we're nearly there well the kitchen's nearly there we're nearly there we're nearly there <laughs> I'm excited to come round for some scram yeah, um, we we yeah and the not kitchen thank you. yeah the, ki- <laughs> the kitchen's nearly that with utilities still got a bit of work to do but um, yeah it's like you just walk through it haven't you yeah it looks lovely looks yeah, really nice yeah. um, um, so we we yeah just every all the attention's been on that um, managed to sneak a couple of way, days away to Marbella just Mobs. me and Claire because pretty much we've had the whole summer and thank God the kids were at like rugby camps and stuff like that so they were keeping busy. Because the weather was just awful. Like we, we had a few days out, but it was just woeful. It was shocking. It was shocking. Uh, went down to Twickenham. Yeah. Watched England nice. play Wales, um, and the game was absolutely dreadful. The experience, lovely, lovely day out. Um, so just bit, bits and bobs, um, and uh, but we were just stuck in the front room, like the only room we had in the house, apart from upstairs, but was just the front room. So it got very tense at times. Oh, got very tense. So me and Claire just decided to get a couple of days away. To do one. Yeah, a couple of days Didn't in. Didn't even bother getting a sitter. We just went. Yeah, just left them. Adults only hotel, <laughs> which was a dream. Uh, lovely hotel to be fair it was really nice just nice and chilled before the the school. amount by the way I meant to say there the amount of school staff that go to adults only oh yeah, yeah is yeah. is outrageous yeah it's like you you have your whole life your job is with young children yeah and then as soon as that summer comes it's like 
I just want to be around adults. Yeah, yeah. that's the bit of me. That, that I mean, it's a different, completely different holiday. It's if going away with your kids and then going away to an adult's hotel. It's like going away with your kids is great and it's a lovely time, but going away to an adults only hotel is true bliss and relaxation. Mm-hmm. Is what I'll say. Um, um, and then we were due to come back the day after the air traffic control issues. So we ended up being stranded in Malaga for an extra day. Uh, and shout out to Jet2. Cannot fault them. And, you know, we had a bit of a panic thinking, oh, God, because you had seen on the news all the flights. It's like 500 flights cancelled on the, I think it was a Monday. Uh, we were flying home on a Tuesday. Got to the airport. And as we were pulling up in the coach, it just came up cancelled. So we were like, oh, God what we're going to do and then we went to the desk and they were oh we'll put you on another flight tomorrow but it was one of them where he's like reading the official paper like you're going to be on another flight tomorrow but he's looking at us going it's not going to be tomorrow so he was sort of like it's probably going to be it was the Jess Glynn song playing in the background where he's going you're going to be on a flight tomorrow (laughs) you're ready for this there's no denying (laughs) yeah um, so there was sort of sort of hinting that it might be later in the week possibly the weekend and obviously we started to panic worrying so uh luckily they just went we sorted you out a hotel get on this coach and we went to this really nice like five-star hotel hilton so i couldn't complain with that because next to us there's, there's the sort of kiosk like the jet two desk and next to us was the ryanair desk oh. and people were in oh it was just was it an- like little britain was, when are we getting home? Don't care. <laughs> it was just the, 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 you, you, we booked you on another flight on the sixth of September, so they'd still be there now. Uh, we're not sorting you any accommodation. It's almost like Ryanair have now become so notorious with bad customer service that they thrive that on. They play up to it. They play up to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's like Karen's Diner, but airline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, you know, you're paying for cheap flights, so yeah. you're going to get absolutely no. Uh, benefits at all it just makes me laugh at like uh, just how smug they might be just like so what do you mean our flight's cancelled well you pretty much just said it pal <laughs> yeah it is what, that you, sort of- uh, when's my next flight <laughs> how, how should I know are you going to put us up somewhere <laughs> doubt it yeah man kids man got a kid, summer yeah. job <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's like. So we counted ourselves lucky, uh, and I managed to get back the day after. So yeah, all good, all good. Back, back to it now. So um, yeah, I'm excited for some, some funny stories now. Some, uh, some good stories. Uh, I thought we'd start with a little dilemma. Oh, in, in fact, no, no. Before the dilemma, I posted. A little, a little question for people, um, and I'll pose the same question to you, Adam. Right. So, if you could have any celebrity yeah. as a parallel teacher this academic year, yeah, I know you're going to go with it. Well, it, it, obviously, with me being a, a teaching assistant, are you talking about? Could All I right, change so the question? The which teacher, teacher what, yeah. celebrity teacher, teacher, would I like? No, to it doesn't work have to be a celebrity teacher, just a celebrity who decides who to be work, a teacher. Who I work alongside? You'd be working with him, yeah. I think, yeah, I think everyone would pretty much know mine. But then I might change it. Right, your obvious one, I'm, I'm going Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, The Rock, yeah. yeah. Uh, although he's had a bit of controversy, hasn't he? Has he? Well, he's, he was on with Oprah. Oh, yeah. Asking people to give money for I thought the... he donated 10 mil. Oh, did he? Yeah, I thought oh, he I only saw it on uh, no, that it was he, like... No, I thought he donated 10 mil. Dip your old, own him and, Him and Oprah. Oh, right, fair mil. enough. Don't... <laughs> All right. Don't yeah. don't slate the rock. He's, I'm working with him this year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say I'd say the rock. Well, he's got you know, he's got his back. The other one, would just for pure kind of, he wouldn't last long, right? right? But just to see what he'd do, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, just so he'd be like. Yeah, but have you not seen? See, Gordon Ramsay is sweary to adults. But have you not seen? Oh that yeah, on, when on he's, like junior master. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, do you not right. think it would be great that if? You know, if a child couldn't find the next clear page and he gets two <laughs> slices of bread, it's an idiot sandwich! Yeah, yeah he won't uh, last long, would he? No. Um, <laughs> Go to the head teacher, Gordon. Uh, right, so some people were, were, were saying, uh, someone said, Michael Rosen. Is that the poet? Yeah. Right. Can you imagine the, the English lessons? Yeah, but imagine a the lot of love, lessons. A lot of love for David Attenborough. Yeah, yeah. I, I love David Attenborough. Absolute legend. But do you not think that as a TA to Attenborough, 
You'd be doing a lot. <laughs> You'd be doing a lot of heavy doing, doing the displays. And also, when he was doing the class read, it would take forever. <laughs> Chapter yeah, one. I tell you, you'd be you'd struggle to keep like you'd, it. It just put you into a slumber. Yeah, he would. Yeah, those soft. Be great tones. in reception. Yeah, the hungry caterpillar. <laughs> yeah, <I'd> take. <laughs> Um, someone said Amanda Spielman the head of Ofsted so she could get the reality of life in a primary school if you'd have said Amanda Spielman then I'd have been like no uh, a lot of love for Greg Davis oh yeah his Greg, stories yeah. when he was a teacher hilarious he'd make me laugh he knows what he's doing Jack Black from School of Rock oh Jack Black see bit. some people have <laughs> some people have gone for like fictional characters, characters. oh god fictional characters um, Mr Poppy but to be fair though Jack Black would be would be Jack Black which is who he is in School of Rock he'd just be the same as and, the, and yeah. that'd be amazing wouldn't it yeah it'd be class that because you and all the kids would be like sing peaches and then you just go like peaches 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 peaches, peaches. it's decent it's all right um someone said rishi so i can watch him struggle in the real world the reality of a year two classroom i always think the problem with rishi being a year two teacher is you, you wouldn't be able to see him within you know it's he'd mix in with I always the think height of rishi, the year two kids rishi would be getting He'd be getting R.I. for oh. classroom management. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just it, like, I can't believe how well you've done on this piece of paper while everyone else is fighting. <laughs> you've done brilliant on this writing while three kids are on the playground. Yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso. Oh. Would bring amazing biscuits, yeah. be so positive, wise and wonderful. Jason Momoa. He can deal with any behaviour and later on we could discuss world events or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> She uh, wants to get a gym mat out with Momoa. Idris Elba. Nothing to do with teaching. <laughs> uh, Sister Michael from Derry Girls. Have you watched Derry Girls? No. I think yeah, meant Sister Act then. Like Whoopi Goldberg. No, no. Sarah Millican. Sam Ryder. The Eurovision. Oh, yeah. 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 Can uh, imagine he would be an awesome positive presence. I think without Sam... Like, listen, Sam Ryder's unbelievably talented, did great in Eurovision. My issue with him is, I think I love enthusiastic members of staff. I do, but sometimes when you're in a bit of a when you're in a bit of a neggy Nelly, you need someone to be neggy with you. Yeah. Like, I remember going in one time and and just being like, oh, not in the mood today. And then the, the the teacher I was working with was just like, oh, same. And I was thinking, yes. Yeah. But yeah. if I went into Sam Ryder and was like, oh, I'm not feeling today, and he was just like, come on, <laughs> get ready. I'd be like, oh, mate, shut up, man. I'm well depressed. Yeah. We don't um, really hurt my mouth doing that. Samurai, <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves, great example of a decent human being. Perfect. Keanu R. Reeves, teaching. All right, yeah. Ride the D. <laughs> and, oh. <laughs> Peter Kay. Kids wouldn't learn a thing, but we were laughing and be happy. Chris Hemsworth, just for PE lessons. Hugh Jackman, Killian Murphy. Oh, ICT Mr. P. I love how these women are writing all these sex symbols going, what is it, Chris Chris Hemsworth? Hugh Jackman. PE lessons. Yeah, right. <laughs> you want to go at Hemsworth's guns. <laughs> Look at this run here. Chris Hemsworth, Hugh Jackman, Killian Murphy. Hey, the, you really. cannot put yourself in their bracket. Uh, I didn't Perkin 255, did, mate? Perkin oh. 255. I'm in the mix there. So did Joe Foster, Mr. P, you're mine. You're mine? Yeah. All right. RuPaul, Mr. Prickstick, or whoever is the CEO of the Prick Company. No. Why would you want, why would you want that? <laughs> Do you know what they're looking for? Free handouts. Yeah. That's all it is. That's like inviting Jeremy Krispy Kreme and just being like, I'd like to work with the CEO of Krispy Kremes. I'm really proud of myself. The head bought loads of Krispy Kremes today and I didn't have one. I My head bought loads of donuts the yeah. other day and I didn't have one. So proud. Alison Hammond, love her energy, sense of humour and positivity. Only problem is, once I hear her laughing, I'll be laughing at her laughing. Not good when you're trying to teach students. Mary Earps, with her facial expressions and comments, it would be the best laugh ever. And sport taken care of. Like that it. That was funny, wasn't it? When yeah, she got mad, yeah. yeah. Um, our old friend Gillian, the Ed Sec herself, so she could experience firsthand what it's like to be in a school. <laughs> I don't know, who'd mind Carl Pilkington? That'd be a good shout. 
Carl Pilkins it would be great, the, wouldn't it? What the headset just after every single lesson, or after, or after a break time, blowing the whistle. What? No one's gonna thank me. I just took you outside. Yeah, teaching, doing reading, and then none of the kids like appreciate the story. Why you're all sat on your ass? Yeah. God. Um, right. So loads of Dave Grohl. That'd be a good one, wouldn't it? Uh, Johnny Depp. Someone said there. Did you watch that Depp v. Heard? Yeah, thing? yeah. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Johnny, Johnny Depp would be, it'd be risky. Yeah. Could, could be, could go two ways. <laughs> Especially if you had a mega pint. Um, <laughs> a mega pint? <laughs> Do you know a what? mega pint of coffee. That's what you'd have. What it's just a sports direct mug, isn't it, yeah. in a staff room. Do you know what I found funniest about that? I'm, sports direct mug. <laughs> Do you know what I have found? Have you seen those things where it's like... <laughs> like a massive dirty flood and it's just like when you knock you're supposed yeah. to um, that Amber Heard Johnny Depp yeah. documentary on Netflix the funniest bit is every time they cut to like I don't think I've seen TikTok. it on Netflix oh yeah that was the one that was on Channel 4 is that on yeah, Netflix yeah. now yeah. and they cut to TikTok and people are making TikTok yeah. to be, oh, it's some so of the, funny some of it just funny, makes me think like like so should they, they're gonna look back at this time in history oh it's crazy and you know like we look at you do the great fire of london don't you in in class and you're reading samuel Pepys's diary yeah yeah like that's a primary source of information <laughs> about a key historical event <laughs> in about 50 years they're gonna be looking back on this time and the primary source of information will be like tiktoks <laughs> Of like the pandemic. Oh no! God, God. I've got Trump being impeached. Oh, Trump being impeached and his mugshot. And the primary source is the one where he's outside the microwave. What the chicken nuggets see? Three in the morning. I posted one on. I posted one on on TikTok where it's like Trump's mugshot and it's like kid in Shrek 4 where it's like do the raw <laughs> do the raw I don't feel like doing it today do the raw yeah. oh, do the raw <laughs> do the raw you look like you've got a story it's probably not as good as Nana Maury's. but tell me your story anyway I hope it's a hit if it's not good, then I'ma go read it from Chip. I hope the people's there too. Um, right, so I, I'll just throw this out there. So I got a message from a, a, a guy today who shall name, uh, name, remain anonymous. Right, okay. It's a mouthful. Um, and it basically said, I had a child last year in year five, and I've got the same class this year in year six. One boy, let's call him Charlie, is a cheeky chappy. Right. So we'll call him Cheeky Charlie. <laughs> a proper funny kid. How long did it take you to come up with that one? A proper funny kid, but sometimes doesn't quite toe the line. Last year, for example, when he, find out, when he found out he was having me again next year, he said in front of the whole class, I didn't think you were clever enough to teach in year six, sir. <laughs> so you can imagine the kid is like... Today, on the first day back, when I welcomed in the class, he strutted in. He tapped me on the belly and said, Someone's had a good summer. <laughs> yes. I. <laughs> what an absolute wound that is. Especially if they've, like, tried, like you. It's the tap for me. It's the tap. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you're tapping... Like the week before sats, you're not getting away with it. First day back's the only time to tap. Yeah. You're not going to get. That teacher's walked through the staff room, turned down the donuts, thinking, no, I'm doing all right today. Welcome, I, class. And then it just says, I presume I will be able to send lots of cheeky Charlie to you this year. Love the pod. Aww. Thank you so much for that. That was there. I love that. The tap on the tummy. <laughs> Someone's had a good summer. Like, so good. <laughs> I love that as well, like last year, like, and guess what? You've got Mr. Smith again. <laughs> I didn't think you were smart enough to teach in year six. Yeah. Do you think he's got the bants there? Or do you think I definitely think he's got the bants, but I think he could definitely, you know, Take he's, 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 he's just teetering yeah, on the edge of rudeness. Help me, I have a dilemma It's causing more pain than a vinegar enema Help me please, I need you too Mr. Peace, some help from you please 
Right, um, dilemma time. Oh yeah. First dilemma of the season. Quite apt with it being the beginning of the year. I don't know if you'll ever get this, but I have a bit of a dilemma. Well, guess what? We've got it. <laughs> I started a new school this week, and although it's early days, I don't know if I've made the right decision. In the school I left, I had some amazing colleagues, some in brackets, uh, in the department, but behaviour was poor. SLT were useless, and I'd been worked to the bone. This new school has amazing pupils and a great site, and everyone has been friendly, but something just feels off. How long do you think it takes to settle into a school? So she's been there like a day. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be judging that. Um, well, maybe I, a few yeah, days. I think I think you've hundred percent give it the first half term. Yeah. And then I would suggest that you, if you do don't feel comfortable, maybe go to uh, the member of SLT who's your line manager or whoever you feel you know you can have that conversation with and just explain how you're feeling and hopefully that they could reassure you, maybe explain yeah. to you what's to come and stuff. And just, I, I wouldn't be too, uh, leaving a school, whether it was good or bad, if it's something that you're used to, it, it's it's massive to go to another school. I felt yeah, like when I moved, it, I, yeah. I was well unsure for ages thinking, oh, I've made the wrong decision. I knew everyone at the last school. I knew all the parents, I knew all the kids. And then when at this new school, I was like a fish out of water and I didn't know the kids, didn't know the names, didn't know the staff. Obviously everyone's friendly and you're kind of on the out, outside. But then, you know, sooner or later, you're just straight in the mix. I feel like this. The, yeah, not, it takes a while, doesn't it? You know what it's, you always say when a, a new child comes in? They're only new for the first hour, like, and then they're, they're part of the school. It's like that with a staff member. I don't, I don't, you know, if you, but if it is that school where, you know, the ostracised new members. I just staff, wonder what, what, what makes it feel off. Like, you think there's a smell? I don't know. I, d- I just think some schools. I <laughs> think there's a smell. I, d- I, I doubt it. <laughs> Just like sometimes, like I notice that sometimes when I go to schools. What, there's a smell? There's a smell. Really? Yeah. It's just a bit of a smell. And then you feel like if the staff don't notice well, It's like when smell. you go to people's houses. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can smell stuff. Yeah, schools yeah. have the same sort of thing. Well, it's jumpers, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's sometimes the grass isn't always greener. But at the end of the day, schools, all schools, are, there's so many universal elements, but then this this... There's, every school's unique in it and it might just take a little bit of time and yeah. depending on the staff there they've probably you know I always think that when new staff start our school because there's a lot of staff who have always been there been there for ages and there's like dynamics and relationships and that sort of thing um, and so it must be quite hard to come into that I always think it is yeah, I, remember, I remember like I said I remember you know I left a, a school where I worked with amazing friends my wife was there as well and um, you know, leaving the school, and I literally did not know anyone. Didn't you know, it's not like I knew a teacher from an old school or something. Yeah. I kind of got that job because quite a lot of people get jobs through people that they know or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's like it's proper scary. And I remember thinking like, have I made the right call? But I, I gave it a good bit of time and then realised like, oh yeah, I've hundred percent made the right call. But but at the end of the day, there's plenty of schools out there. And also, she said that the kids are amazing. Well, if the kids yeah, are amazing, just, just do your job and get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Who cares? Do your job, teach the kids, get out. Yeah. Um, right, it's the beginning of the year, which means that most of you have had to uh, sit in inset days and training sessions. Mm. And we always love throwing it out there as to what's the worst inset you've ever had. Right, yeah. I so, um, we were greeted by our head with spades. And we were told to flatten the molehills in the playing field that had appeared during the holiday. That's I, not inset. That's free labour. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. No. Because on the inset days, I wore a couple of my uh, co-ord sets that I had for holiday. All right. You know, looking fresh, shorts, t-shirt, whatever it may be, fresh trainers. If I got sent out to do muddy molehills with my new kicks on, I won't be too chuffed. Yeah. We did Kagan. Oh, old old school <laughs> Kagan, yeah. I've not heard that in ages. We did Kagan. One colleague asked for evidence that the strategies worked, which wasn't just anecdotal. That didn't go well with the tra- that didn't go down well with the trailer. Some examples of Kagan again. It's where you like sit in a four and you take it in turns to speak, and it's like you do partner talk and all that <sighs> stuff. I think I've done training years ago. A lot it's... of stuff like that. I hate to say is absolute bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> As in, it's just like, come on. Uh, my first day at work in my current school, and we had team building. We had a team building inset day. We went bowling and laser tag. 
very awkward when you're hiding in a corner shooting your new head teacher as they run past. Oh my god! That Join that be, school. That the was, dilemma person. Join that school. <laughs> that was supposed to be worse in set days. Jesus. What a well, bore if that's the worst. There would be some people who would be like, I've got 110 things to do in Wouldn't my classroom. Wouldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, strike, baby! Someone's just put, all of them, coming from a forces background, I used to sit there and think, this is a complete waste of time, going over and over the utter monotony of listening to empire-building tossers who speak complete drivel and de-skilled people rather than empower them. And thank you for that, Steve. <laughs> Passion. <laughs> yeah. Passion from Steve. <laughs> Passion from Steve. Uh, how to reduce and manage stress and workload. The trainer was even so stressed when she delivered the training. Bless her. <laughs> oh, God. This is, this is the just best like, bit where... Like, mega stressed out, like, sweating and just really, like, agitating and just being like... <laughs> right, so here's the tip <laughs> for being less stressed, all right? God, just listen. You just be like... <laughs> wow! Just don't do what I'm doing now. Turn into Owen Wilson. Wow! You see how stressed she is. Wow! School joined a new academy trust as a team building exercise. We had to play a Game of Thrones dress up using toilet rolls for a whole hour. Then we had to guess who we'd dress up as, who'd we dressed up as. This seemed madly bizarre and was made all the more challenging by the fact that a good half of the staff have never watched it. <laughs> Imagine there, just putting so much effort. <laughs> Look who I am. Who am I? Don't know. I'm Jon Snow. Uh, I yeah. don't know. So what's yeah? I'm Jon Snow, bastards. <laughs> but what about like just a woman just stripping nude, going? I'm Daenerys coming out of the fire with the eggs. Everyone just like, wow, <laughs> wow, wow. Oh god, yeah, I love that. Who am I? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I'm Sean Bean, bastard. I'm not out stack. I'm not out stack. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Half of them have not seen it. The one, uh, the one on sugar paper and how to staple a wall is a few hours of my life I'll never get back. They had an inset on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah, nah. I put my foot down there. Where if it's just like right guys everyone just gather around this display <laughs> the, the the staples go horizontal oh, oh no. my god I'd be like nah um, a whole day staff training for TAs where the trainers opening gambit was a pie chart showing how ineffective TR, TAs are to pupil attainment <laughs> guys what? let me show you how rubbish your job is <laughs> oh god hey do you know what I see in this room a bunch of trash. <laughs> Hit the slideshow. <laughs> Next slide, please. Um, yeah, just a massive pile of rubbish. You know that? That's you lot. Next slide. <laughs> uh, look up at look up at the clock and breathe. Now imagine all your worries are cabbages. What? Like honestly, stuff like that does not work on me. Even just I I, I hate stuff like close your eyes. Oh, I can't feel do your it. breath going in. And your breath going out. I'm just thinking, I need to do my inhaler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, I can't. I just can't switch off. I can't. I can't get zen. But it's like you. Like, I think the majority of school staff everywhere would prefer the really important stuff, i.e. the stuff that has to happen, yeah, safeguarding, safeguarding, whatever it may be. Get that done because it's obviously super, super important. But everything else, just literally go, right, guys, go to your class, get your planning done, get your displays done, see you later. And everyone would be like, boom. Now, if you want to take us temping bowling or laser quest, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. But I understand if others don't want to do it. More goes for me. <laughs> Being asked to come in on your non-working day to watch a video training session all about staff mental well-being and work-life balance. Ironic much? <laughs> The ones where you're, the ones where they make you think you're writing policies or deciding on a new way of doing something. Then two hours later, they whip out a blue Peter style. Here's what we thought. Boom. Waste of two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. So many team building exercises. Dried spaghetti and marshmallows to build a bridge. Newspaper to build a structure that can take weight. And newspaper to make an igloo that we could climb inside. All I wanted to do was get my classroom and sort out my cupboards. Again. I know. Again. That sort of stuff. Nah. Yeah. Like, we're all adults. Nah. Funniest. 
was when the people leading the training were so bad, the head ha- asked them to leave. <laughs> Hopefully that was the pie chart TA guy. Yeah. Um, a mindfulness inset about 15 years ago. I remember we had to pretend we were different animals and roam around the hall. Then we had to roll a ball to each other and concentrate on it. Honestly, <laughs> even though it would be hilarious to look back on, if I had to get on all fours, like... Woof, woof, what woof, animal woof. would you choose? Oh, big dog. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> or oh, a lion. Being told to wear your best underwear to work to make you feel better. <laughs> that was in a whole inset. <laughs> council-led ladder training to be told two weeks later that we weren't allowed to use the ladders <laughs> honestly um, where's the one that really made me laugh oh this imagine this all teachers had to go around every classroom and name three things that weren't good oh. you then had to read your list out loud in front of everyone oh, that is brutal <laughs> going into a classroom and going Okay, uh, in year three, I think that the teacher isn't very good, the TA's not great, and the dinner lady's <laughs> terrible. I mean, you'd have to do it in a way that sort of was sort of a backhanded compliment. Sort of, you know, yeah, it's just like, like, oh my God, your reading corner is disgustingly great. I just feel your reading corner is too big. Yeah. Puts us all to shame. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. But then you'd have ones who'd go real deep, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, just like someone has like happy birthday, or is it what is it where he goes ha happy bee day? Yeah, and it's like loads of buzzing bees. You spelt birthday wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I don't like. You spelt birthday wrong. Um, I I loved it reading them out those inset days ones because it always makes me feel better about my training. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's always like. Oh, it could be a lot worse. Right, before you go... Oh, on, one more, one more, on. one more. Making wedding table... <laughs> Imagine this is an insert. Making wedding table decorations for one of the teachers for a wedding I wasn't invited to. Oh! <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> that is brutal, isn't it? Thank yeah. you so much for the table decoration. <laughs> We're going to have a great day. It's a massive oh, it's a massive oh, oh, what do you know, you don't know nothing, it's a massive oh. Right, I received this O. Oh. Now, obviously, you all know what an O oh is, but because it's a new season, we don't know if there's any uh, new listeners. And to be fair, I've had so many messages recently, which I absolutely love, from people who are saying that they've uh, just recently got involved in the podcast that they've listened from episode one that they're now up to like the lockdown episodes which we've always said if you ever get the chance to go back to round about episode 49 and stuff that was yeah. like peak lockdown some of the funniest episodes uh on record um and so many people are, are joining the podcast and we massively appreciate it but if you are new and this is your first step we hope you're enjoying it and an o basically i'm just going to give you a, a whistle stop tour an o is a terrible shout an embarrassing mistake whether you want the ground to eat you up we've had so many just embarrassing stories where it's just so simple you may have misheard something you may have just done something completely wrong uh so i'm gonna read you this one that i got sent uh it was a while ago actually i've just never got around to reading it but this really did tickle me so i'd spent the weekend doing several trips to the tip in our town it's a really friendly place the guys who work there are super helpful the first time i went there I was really impressed with the way they had a speaker system that had people cheering when you threw your rubbish into a massive skip. You got a really good feeling. It happened when I threw a huge load of cardboard in and when I put a load of wood in and then again when the bloke next to me threw an old lawnmower away. Every time someone threw something away, there would be a huge cheer and loads of clapping. Somewhere, there was a bloke in a loudspeaker, presumably directing people to the right skips for their items. I drove away thinking, what a lovely place. (laughs) A few months later, someone in the staff room said they'd been to the tip to get rid of all their garden waste. And I said, did you get a big cheer when you threw it all in the right skip? (laughs) My colleagues looked at me like I'd gone mad. Well, did you get a cheer? (laughs) I got loads of cheers when I went. I explained about them having a recording of people cheering to encourage people to sort their rubbish into the right skips when I noticed my colleagues started to laugh. 
One of them then explained, it wasn't cheering for people at the tip. There's an athletic stadium right next door, and that's what I could hear. What an idiot. <laughs> that kills me. Like throwing a tree in and then turning around like, thank you. They love me. They really love me. <laughs> Thinking that someone, these guys are on lane one, just going like, they're telling lane one to put the cardboard in. Unbelievable. That's honestly one of my faves. Brilliant. Brilliant way to kick Innocent. off season. Innocent as well. <laughs> I love so just dead, like sensible chat in the staff room. Oh, what did you get up to at the weekend? Oh, not much. We had a clear eye. I had to go to the tip. Oh, did you? Did you get a big cheer when you went? Oh, God. Um, right, here's a no for you as well. Oh, yeah. Hi, Mr. Peas. Love the podcast. It always cheers me up on a bad day. Bit of a no here. A few months ago, it was the end of the day, and I was walking through the corridor with another teacher and saw a child I taught previously at the office waiting to be picked up. Started having a chat and asked if they're doing anything at the weekend. He replied, I'm going to Scotland. I replied, Oh, can I come? I'd fit in your suitcase. Trying to sound funny. And he just smiled. He got picked up by a mum and I wished them a lovely trip. As we went back through the school, the other teacher, who now taught him, put her arm around me and said, he's not going on holiday, he's going to spread his granddad's ashes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can fit your suitcase! The kid just like, would you shut up? I was horrified, reliving the part where I asked if I could come to. And she thought it was hilarious. The worst is the parent coming. <laughs> Have a little Enjoy it. Have a great break. <laughs> You're going to love it. It's lovely in Scotland at this time of year. Um, oh, right. Oh, brutal. And we'll finish this episode because, you know, teaching's all about the kids. And if you are, you know, needing a bit of a pick-me-up about going back to school, just remember <laughs> that you are working with some of life's... Uh, Original funniest comedians. comedians yeah and the post that went out was like some of the funniest lines funniest things your kids have said uh, Miss F my dad saw you on Tinder he didn't click you though <laughs> I resisted to ask gone. why not well you don't click on Tinder you swipe <laughs> yeah fence <laughs> why are you looking so chavvy today miss <laughs> don't know what you're on about <laughs> Got my hair cut, and when I went into class the next morning, one of the kids leaned out the window and said, uh, sorry, leaned out the line and went, did you cut your hair? Me, yes. Kid, completely straight-faced. You look like a nine-year-old girl. <laughs> my head was standing next to me and absolutely pissed herself laughing. I laughed and said, thanks for the honesty. <laughs> the voice you put on. You look like a nine-year-old girl. <laughs> Sound like Uncle Terrence. Um, oh, God. Uh... Mummy gave Daddy a BJ because it was his birthday on the morning of Parents' Evening. What? I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> this one. <laughs> After being absent from school, as I had my gallbladder removed, a Foundation One child asked where I'd been. I explained that something in my tummy was making me poorly, so it had to be taken away. Her response, Were it a Yorkshire pudding? <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Bessie's. Is that Aunt, is that yours? It is Aunt Bessie's. Where you looked, where you looked at me, then I was thinking, oh no, I've made a big O. Oh god, what about this one? <laughs> Fancy Jesus dying at Easter and missing out on all that chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I once heard kids with dicks that hurt with words and not just sticks. They'll point out your sweaty pits Make jokes about your saggy tits It's a burn, it's a burn That kid did a wicked teacher burn It's a burn, it's a burn That kid did a wicked teacher burn It's a burn For this week's burn of the week <coughs> During sex ed One kid Miss, what's a dildo? Before even getting a chance to formulate a reply Kid 2 it's what your mum wishes she'd used. Oh! <laughs> it's like that gif. You know when yeah. I was like, Aah! I mean, as a teacher, you just sort of let me go like, <laughs> you'd go, Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wet paper towel for that one, son. There you go. Here's, here's, a, here's a wet paper towel for you, pal. What about this one? That is, I tell you what, that is, that is 
That is brutal, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. That's <laughs> what your mum wishes she'd have used. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, I reckon kid one there would have no idea what any of it meant. <laughs> any of it meant. <laughs> what do you mean? Used it instead yeah. of what? Yeah. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> um, me. Okay. So what would half of 20 be then? Pupil with his hand up, very excited. Twee. <laughs> I love them ones. That is, I that is two Mr. P's in a podcast in a nutshell. Half of 20. Twee. Twee. <laughs> because technically... Technically, it's That'd right. That'd be a dojo for my dog. Dojo for my dog. <laughs> oh god there's another one uh, two star food hygiene rating I'd have cleaner shits than that a year 11 pupil about the school canteen <laughs> see high school <laughs> different different level yeah in PSHE we were talking in year 2 about how different people earn their money I asked the children what they thought I did to earn money they sat and thought about it discussed it with their friends and one put their hand up and said um painter and decorator <laughs> it blew their minds that I was paid as a teacher <laughs> they must have done a sweet art like um, uh, thingy example yeah, they yeah. Must have been like, their displays must yeah, have been on yeah. point Kenzuki's-esque yeah. uh, got a note from a mother explaining her son's absence the previous day dear sir our Simon was off yesterday with D-I-A crossed, I, crossed out D-I-O crossed out dot 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 the shits <laughs> I'm sorry sir I kept it for ages <laughs> you just know when they gave up there you just know just like dire 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 uh, the shits ah uh, yeah right we'll keep rolling um one of my five year olds in reception commented when we were discussing crabs as part of the sea a seaside project oh no about them miss my grown up big brother Adam <laughs> Harsh on the big bro. No, you don't need to know that. <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I just do not tell your kids anything. Just don't tell them anything. Uh, year 10 lad, not in school trousers. Real men wear trackies, miss. You can whip him down quicker. <laughs> Good impression. I don't know the kid, but I just imagine that he'd sound like yeah. that. Um I like you, Mrs. Sawdust, just as not as... Wait, hang on. I love you, Mrs. Sawdust, just not as much as a great big pineapple. (laughs) Paul got another... uh, Paul got one here. I wish you were cool, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So short, yet so sharp, and so gutting. Yeah, do you want this one? Uh, I curse the day you were born after losing their break time. (laughs) I cursed the day you were born. Here's another one. Teacher. So what have we been working on in maths this week? Pupil. Squared paper? <laughs> <laughs> yes! They're the ones. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. They are the ones. They are the ones. <laughs> um, I'm in FS1, so the three four-year-olds. After handing out cups of tea to everyone in the home corner, a child whispered under his breath with a cheeky grin and a twinkle in his eye here you go I made you a gin and tonic instead (laughs) (laughs) Um, nursery playing the farmer playing farmers in these den Um, me can anyone remember what the wife wanted a child a boner (laughs) (laughs) there's just so many just so funny (laughs) A student of mine performed a speech from A Midsummer Night's Dream in a Shakespeare monologue competition. He didn't win and was upset, but reasoning on this later, on the journey home, he said, To be honest, I just don't give a puck. Oh, God. That's really funny. Is that A Midsummer Night's Dream, Jim? Character. Oh. Puck's the character. Tell you what, these English, these secondary school English teachers laughing their heads off at this. <laughs> That's a great, great I pun. I thought to myself, to lol or not to lol? That, <laughs> yeah. that, that is the question. He had a rash, so I asked him if he'd had chicken pox, and he said, no, miss, I had the fish fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
These are some of the best. <laughs> I love these. These are some of the best. Yeah, one child whilst talking about Remembrance Day and what a soldier I, what a soldier is. Uh, don't you dip them in your eggs? Oh, <laughs> God. Thinking that they have that all that celebration yeah. for toast. <laughs> <laughs> Working with two reception children while playing in the sand and one said, Mr. T, do you have a job? And as I was about to explain, the second child said, how can he? He comes here every day to play with us. <laughs> I pity the fool. It's the tea. Yeah. <laughs> I play with no sand. Reception boy coming into class was all dramatic with his hand over his face. I asked him, was he okay? And he said, I've got a banging headache. I think I'm coming on. <laughs> <laughs> learned behaviour <laughs> yeah asking my year fours for an example of something that hibernates without missing a beat a child put their hand up and says Michael Bublé oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant that is great <laughs> defrosting as we speak I love speak. that <laughs> um yeah, yeah, reception little dot of a girl who'd been tapping my arms for 30 seconds I turned round too late. I've just pissed myself. <laughs> Getting tapped. Sorry, one sec. One sec. Sorry, I'm just helping this child. Sorry, you're all right. Too late. <laughs> uh, this is my medicine for my nuts. He had a nut allergy. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going, but that's great. Got a nut allergy, <laughs> handed over his heavy pen. This is for my nuts. <laughs> These nuts. Uh, getting to know you session with a brand new reception class. A child said, I've got a brother. He's a dog. God, you'd love is that, that you? one, yeah. No, it's not me. He's definitely not a dog. It'd be you calling yourself. Um, it was a bad day, don't judge, but year two completing their finished polished writing piece and one little man just wouldn't stop distracting his table so I asked him to stand up and have a think about how he should be following our class charter I got deep into looking at some data whilst we were all on task and I imagine a fair bit of time went by as I'd forgotten about the poor lad but he made me aware by singing I'm still standing yeah 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 <laughs> that is great that is unbelievable. Stood up in trouble, left there to rot, then suddenly <laughs> I'm still standing there than Doing the join the register in EYFS reception class. Loud fart from the back of class followed by don't worry, Mrs. Bridson, it wasn't lumpy this time. <laughs> we got away with it, miss. <laughs> no need to worry. It was clean. <laughs> One of my pupils, this is great, great, great bants from this 10-year-old. One of my pupils was playing with a red pen and it literally exploded all over his hands in the heat. Little lad at the back shouts, Mr. O, X was playing with the pens. I caught him red-handed. <laughs> well played. Well, well played. Yeah, Tip great. of the old half. Um, miss, did you know I was born on my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> They're my favourites. They're my best. Right, last couple here. During a lesson observation with the head and deputy, a child said to them, it's not like this all the time, you know. <laughs> Throwing you under Shade. the bus. When the TA asked if a little year four, a little four-year-old boy in reception wanted to come and draw on the chalkboard, he had a little think, then said, "No, miss, can't be asked." <laughs> what do you say back? All right. <laughs> Fair play. Okay then. Neither can I. Uh, when explaining to a class of year 10 boys that an old person's skin thins as it gets older, I showed one boy the skin on the back of my, in brackets, mature hand. His reaction, it's like a ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what were they expecting? Group of year ten lads. I know. You're getting your fossil hand out. They yeah. Gotta say to me. If anything, I'd check your sack. Um Me suggesting a student think carefully about their actions and make good choices. Thoughtful pause. I can't promise that, miss. <laughs> I mean, I appreciated the honesty. Oh, Love God. That. If you said that, promise me you'll never do it again. I only make promises <laughs> I can keep, miss. Yeah. <laughs> and the last one to finish the first episode of our new season. At our primary school jubilee party, my mum came to join us. She's 86, grey hair, and our younger pupils assumed she was the real queen. An older boy, who wasn't convinced, said he would Google her to check. He came back with his iPad, all excited, saying it was her. She just had her hair cut. When we looked, his Google search for Queen had found him a photo of Brian May. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! What an absolute classic! (laughs) Turn into your mum. Just kill the kids. Just fetched it. Just fetched the boy. Oh, Brian May. (laughs) Brian May. My 86 year old mother. (laughs) Give him a hug. I mean, who's it? Who's it more offensive? How old's Brian May now? I don't know if it's a fa- it's just more of the fact of like <laughs> yeah loads, we of got kids, loads of the kids thought it's queen there's so many O's in there so many kids thought it's queen. he's typed in queen he's found the band he's gone for Brian May yeah then then the person who didn't believe it was the queen does believe it's Brian May <laughs> or believe Brian May's the queen there's so many oh god great stuff oh. oh it's good to be back there's loads more queen puns in there isn't there oh it's good to be back anyway another one bites the dust <laughs> right guys thank you so much for listening we hope you've enjoyed it um, tune in next week we'll be back weekly episodes now uh, in the build up to the tour in the October half term if you've not yet got your tickets please do get involved come and see it we'll uh, we'll have a, a good night a good laugh and uh, yeah you won't regret it so wherever you can come and join us grab your tickets from the website twomisbeespodcast.com forward slash live on the website you can obviously share your stories if you're coming to a show you can let us know which show you're coming to and then uh, if the story gives us a bit of a giggle we'll uh, we'll share it in the in the live show um, as always join the Facebook group follow us on the socials and uh, if you've not sort of reviewed the podcast and Apple podcasts we'd uh, really appreciate that as well so I hope the rest of the first week goes over okay and um yeah i'll see you next week yeah take care